Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing today? Well, if you're living in the United States of America and you're living on the uh, in the Northeast, like I am, wow, it's a wet and cold and dreary, just awful day out there. 
but I hate to say it, I love it with the Christmas lights up in the house. It's nice to kind of, you know, work out inside the house, have some nice food, you know, maybe do a little binge watching on some things, work on some programs. I was grading some papers for my uh, my uh, classes. Uh, you know, they're, they're finishing up this week and everything. It was just a very nice day. But as I was looking at... Uh, some of the news out there in anticipation of, uh, of course, doing my show Just Thinking. And I always try to check in each day and see what's trending, seeing what's happening. Seeing a couple of uh, older uh, issues, and I mean older from just a few days ago. Uh, and then some new things coming up uh, that I, I think today's show is about. There, there really has to be a reset uh, in America. Uh, probably throughout the world in general uh, people are at each other's throats all over the world there's such divisiveness uh, at the present time and you know that's always been the case uh, throughout history there are periods of time different pressures that happen you know different economic pressures different political pressures uh, different philosophical religious cultural pressures uh, all of those things are happening right now in our world but they have gotten to such um, an insane level. Uh, just listing what they are, would uh, you know? I would be here for for two and a half hours, uh, to say the least. Uh, you know, as a sensible person, the stuff that you see every day, whether it's on the absolute lying and cheating and um, mismanagement, uh, you know, of the government. Uh, by the current administration, uh, you know, the inability of both parties to work with one another, the absence of any kind of responsibility and appropriate uh, behavior uh, in terms of, in our country at least. I can't speak for other countries, I don't live there, but I mean, just a darn shame uh, the way that people are acting. It's, I don't know how we're ever going to pull out of the divisiveness, but I'm sure that there will be at some point in time. The public will just get fed up with itself because uh, it's like the famous play Inherit the Wind, uh, you know, which is based on something from Proverbs of all things. You know, if you've a house divided against uh, you know itself, you know, as Lincoln said, can't stand. But when you have bring strife to your own house, you inherit the wind. And that is such um, brilliant uh, insight into what happens. And then that's what we see happening now. Uh, now, in not such a serious way, but some of the stuff is serious. I saw three things today in the news. They look like they're unrelated, but they're not really. They're, they're examples of the same thing where, you know, a person could have somewhat of a legitimate point. But are people just looking for trouble? Are they reading into things or are you know, or do or are we so insensitive and don't understand that the culture is changing? Or when it is changing, do you know? Do we understand that we need to change this appropriately? You know, it, it's like what the hell is going on? And I'll tell you what the three things are. The uh, where America, it's very symbolic of how America needs to reset. I'll throw politics aside because I don't want to get into the impeachment and. All that other kind of stuff. I'm sure we'll have to do that. But uh, these things um, are very symbolic also. And I say that as a psychologist. You see symptoms with people and you see symptoms with cultures. And here's the three things. The first is I saw an article where there's controversy 
going on throughout the United States because people are using nativity scenes since it's the Christmas season. I'm not going to say the holiday season. Nativity scenes are specific to the Christmas holiday. Okay? So let's, let's you know, for the political correct police or something like that. Hey, you want to jump me? Go ahead. But no, not the holiday. This is for the Christmas season. Uh, people are using uh, the nativity scene to, to make political statements. Uh, and some of the examples that I saw, they have, uh, you know, the different people in the nativity scene in cages, you know, which to symbolize, to symbolize the uh, immigration situation with family separated, you know, and, and being detained in cages. And what a horrible situation is that is. that is. And I can so feel for people who are Christians. I'm a Christian. And that is totally inconsistent with uh, my understanding, my belief system, uh, everything I know and have studied about Christianity. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, no, and no. We're not supposed to do things like that. Case closed. But I'm not going to get into that in another show. The, the point of what's going on is people taking the Christmas holiday, the Christmas uh, nativity scene, and making a political statement uh, uh, you know, over that. Uh, then there's climate change was another one. And they, they had, um, you know, uh, the, the people in the nativity scene underwater. And you can imagine it could be anything. Whatever the issue is, you take that thing and add it to the nativity scene to bring attention to it. Now, that was one. Uh, the other one was the, uh, the Peloton uh, commercial. I, I, I saw that and that happened a couple of weeks ago where the, uh, there's a woman, a very attractive young woman, and she has a, a young child and a husband, they're very affluent, obviously, and she gets this beautiful, expensive Christmas gift of a Peloton, you know, fitness bicycle. I guess they're about $2,500 in you know, the very the programs and everything else. It's just a fucking fitness bike. Forgive my language. I, it's, it, it, I, I shouldn't do that, but it, it's just a fitness bike. And it has all the programs and the workout things, but they're very expensive. So the commercial is, she's this attractive woman. She's kind of nervous about doing this. I guess she hasn't worked out before in this program and is doing it and getting up at six o'clock in the morning and doing everything. Then she's sitting there with her husband at the end and she's saying, hey, look at what I've done. You know, I didn't think about this a year ago, whatever. But the implication is uh, people are all over these people. And uh, the stock dropped 9% in like three days. Because people thought that she was being abused by the husband, that he was making her uh, work out on this bike uh, so that she could be, uh, you know, an attractive and in good shape. Why wasn't he working on the bike? You know, I looked at the commercial, of course, and uh, I know I'm a male, so I, I guess it's my toxic uh, masculinity coming through. Yeah, if you really push it, you could start reading things into things. I mean, why is a full-grown woman all that nervous about anything? But she could be nervous about getting back to working out. Like, uh, I know lots of people, men and women, they get overweight. Hey, let me use the real, they get fat and uh, very fat and very overweight. And then, you know, they're embarrassed to go back to the gym or start something. They can't do things that they were doing before. Uh, People have all kinds of, you know, and uh, it's the whole point, for example, of when you go to Planet Fitness, that it's a no judgment zone. Nobody's there to bust your chops. You can come in there at 4,000 pounds. You know, nobody's going to say anything to you or give you a look. They don't. It's wonderful. So, you know, people uh, made an issue out of that. Uh, you know, uh, 
and just just crazy. Then the next one, which is another shocker, and then again, you got to look at it from both sides of the coin, like all of these things. You know, all of these th- things, and you want to tell people to get a reset. It's the Hallmark Channel. The Hallmark Channel. I just did a show on this. I, I just saw two Hallmark movies today. <laughs> I watched parts of them and some other, you know, hokey Christmas movies. I love them. I actually had a fan, you know, a fan of the show write in and say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you did that show on the Hallmark thing. But, you know, I, I have a young daughter. The kid is under a year old. And I'm worried about, you know, that life isn't like that. What do you think? I said, what what movie are you watching? It's a Hallmark movie. This isn't like, a, you know, this isn't telling your daughter to go out and pick a bad choice. Or, it's a fantasy, man. It's a, it's a love it's a love fantasy story. That's the whole point of the, the show that I did. It's like, what are you reading into this thing? Uh, anyway, that same Hallmark Channel, uh, they took an ad, uh, re- rejected an ad, you know, for their channel, uh, you know, and it's a big holiday controversy now because there's a same-sex couple. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Two very attractive women, you know, affluent women, getting married at, a, at this very beautiful traditional ceremony. And it's for NOLA. Uh, excuse me, not NOLA, Zola, a company that offers online wedding registries and wedding planning services. And here they're running an ad. You know, they have their regular ads. And then they're running an ad that features a lesbian couple contemplating whether their wedding, you know, could have gone better if they used the Zola products. And that's about it. But at the end of the, the thing, the two women, you know, they kiss on, on the thing. And man, uh, they, you know, they uh, didn't, Hallmark Channel didn't really want this ad uh, showing two women getting married and barred the commercial from running on its schedule. And the thing that I wanted to add to this is I can guarantee you that if you think that's bad with the two women, nobody at Zola who did the ad would have thought to put two guys in there doing that and having a kiss at the end of that. No, that it's, it's okay. It's one of those crazy things. I talk about that in, in, one, in my course that I teach in child development, uh, child and adolescent development. And when it comes to sexuality, the different expectations for males and females. And then when you get into things like, you know, homosexuality and things like that, uh, wow and wow and wow. You can show those females kissing, but heaven for, forbid on an ad, it's two guys doing that. They can be sitting there like you see now, you know, in the ads, they slip it in and the two guys are, you know, holding hands and eating a popcorn, watching a movie. But they're not, they're not getting it on with one another. Now, this one had the, the two women, you know, give a kiss. It wasn't a big deal, but it was a kiss. 
and uh, Hallmark, no way. Uh, they didn't want to run that one. And, uh, you know, this is where I'm thinking that America needs this uh, reset on its thinking. Now, number one, I don't think that Zola is, given our culture the way it is now, and I have to preface this by saying when I first started as a psychologist in 1974, as a practicing psychologist, you know, working in hospitals and things like that and everything, homosexuality was viewed as, as a mental disorder. So here it is all these years later. I'm not saying that that is, but I'm showing you where our culture came from and where we are right now. There are many people, I'm one of them, and millions and millions of more people who are living during that time period and don't view with favor upon uh, homosexual behavior. They don't begrudge it to anybody else, or they would begrudge it to people, I guess, if they could, like people would begrudge abortion. But uh, it's an okay thing to do in our society now, uh, but a lot of people get offended at that. And uh, that just is. Would it have been wiser if, Zola, I'm just asking, I'm not saying I can understand Zola's point. I saw the ad, I, I didn't think it was a big deal. It was the same thing as if a man and woman, uh, you know, uh, got married and gave a kiss. The two women gave a kiss. And it would have been the same with two guys if they did that. Or some other, uh, whatever, any other kind of combination you could have. I don't even know. But, uh, you know, the, the, there was no big deal to it. However, it is a big, big deal to a lot of people. And that's where I think the reset is. Could Zola have done that commercial and just had the, you know, the people celebrating the thing and just kind of bypass that element and saying, you know, let people absorb this stuff in, in reasonable doses. That, you know, when you're changing people's culture, when you're changing people's history, the managing change in organizations, I know I studied it for many, it's very difficult. You have to manage change. Manage, managing change in our culture is the same way. And when you don't manage the change, you get these violent divisions. It's the same thing with politics. It's the same thing with religion. Uh, when you politicize the nativity things, of course, uh, I think that the people that are showing these um, nativity scenes underwater or people in cages, they're not trying to do anything wrong with uh, the nativity scene, they're trying to make a point. You know, like when you say, what would Buddha do? What would Jesus do? What does it say in the New Testament? Those things like that. You know, what, you know, what, what does it say? It, it, says that, it says that those things are wrong, that those things are not things that, that you would aspire to as a Christian to do to other human beings, whether they're a Christian or they're not. Okay, it's as simple as that. But at the same time, but at the same time, those Christian leaders who were doing that have to understand that the culture of people who celebrate Christmas may not want their Christmas uh, traditions or their feelings of love and holiness or sacredness. They may not want that scene distorted in this way. You know, they may not want that scene distorted in this way. And that's where the reset needs to be made. The same thing with politics. My goodness, you know, you could, you could be a, a president who wants to drain the swamp. 
who wants to get in there and do different things. But you can't break the law. You can't sit there and and be uh, by lying and cheating and calling people scum and grabbing people by the pussy and uh, you know look at, I'm using their words uh, you know playing all these histrionics lying bald face and you can get that in both parties at different times but p- people can't break the law like that they can't do that you can't take the guardrails away and they're doing it. Because they're not doing a reset. They're not thinking logically. They're not thinking critically about the consequences of these things. The same with the Peloton commercial. You know, I don't think there was any, you have to really be reading into that. But when people are doing commercials like that, and you know that women are not being paid equal amounts, uh, you know, is that men are making, that women are at a point culturally, culturally right now where they're trying to make lots of gains. They're trying to flex their muscle. They don't want to be sexually trivialized and marginalized and everything else like that. Why do you put something out there as innocent as it may look that you're getting this person, you know, like they're a child, like they're childlike and that they have to perform? But you can understand that. And at the same time, if you're if you're um, you know advocating for women's rights and equality and everything else, you know, do you have to go to such an extreme and realize that you know maybe you're just over being overly sensitive to some of these things, or that wasn't the real intent to marginalize anybody? It's like uh, I I you know if you uh, there are certain women if you go to open a door for them. I would open a door for a man or woman if I see somebody doing that. You'll have, I don't need any help. Well, then fine. I, you know, I, I wasn't opening the door based on your gender. I was opening the door based on the fact that you look like you're going to fall on your ass down the stairs carrying those packages. But if you want to do that, fine. You're not hurting my feelings. You're reading too much into it. So do I think we need a reset? Yeah, I do. I think we need to reset really bad. And uh, this is the time of the year to think about that. Uh, Some people will. The majority of people, it'll be short-lived. And um, I don't mean to be a gloom (laughs) tomorrow, but I think I'm a pretty accurate uh, judge of human nature, like most of you are. You know, the the holiday spirit, uh, we're full of peace and love for a a couple of weeks until we're fighting at the dinner table or we're tired out and the bills come in. You know, we're looking after the first of the year to make some changes and then lots of times we go back to the same old, same old. But like adult learning, you know, no adult is going to learn anything unless there's something in it for them. I'd ask you to think about if you like the way the world is right now, And I've done a show talking about the good old days weren't so good. But let me tell you, they're looking better every day to me. And I don't live in the past at all. Zero nada. But this ain't the the 21st century I was booking on. You know? Solo dining, solo eating, uh, people in Japan renting cars so they could sit in them and don't put any about. Whatever, man. It's getting squirrely, folks. So I think we need a reset. Uh, I think this is an important show. And uh, yeah, what do you guys think? You think that the Peloton commercial, you shouldn't buy anything from, 
what did they do wrong? Do you think that, uh, you know, that uh, you should boycott the church that you go to or whatever because they have a nativity scene with somebody in a cage? And should Hallmarks tell people, hey, man, um, we're good enough to take your money for cards, but uh, if you happen to be a lesbian, uh, you can't uh, be warm and loving to your to your spouse and be, I mean, that's, that's allowed in our society. What do you think on those things? You think we ought to think them through a little bit and how we present them and, and, and what our responses are. They're not easy issues. People keep pretending that they are, but they're not easy issues. They make people feel real uncomfortable on both sides of the issue or on the many sides of these issues. And I thought I would bring them up this Sunday when you'll be getting this show. So uh, I'd like to know what you think and uh, give me a shout out at Stan Wangland. It's S Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. How about rating and reviewing and subscribing to the show and look at our new website with all the shows from the Reality Podcast Network. Um, When you come on to my shows or any of the others, you just go to the show description and embedded there, boom, it'll take you right to our sites and all of the previous shows. So it's a wonderful thing. You guys have a nice Sunday, and I'll catch you on the next show. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S Wanglin. That's at S Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.
What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.